Hi, welcome to Living in a Material World, and I'm your host, David Prada. Today's guest is Allison McNamara, the founder and creator of Mara Beauty. Welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited because I've heard only incredible things about your brand throughout other colleagues in the beauty business. And I always run into your products in all my favorite stores. So I'm so honored to have you on my show. And thank you for being on here with us today. I always start off with asking all of our guests, like, how did all of this come about? We should start with like your background and how you got started in creating a beauty brand. My background is really like twofolded, right? I always thought I was going to be a television host and that's what I wanted to do from a really early age. So I went to school for broadcast journalism, marketing and political science and really went on that path after college. I worked at E! Entertainment and MTV. I had my own show on Pop Sugar. I went on to host an Emmy nominated pre-show for the Oscars. And so all of that was really on this trajectory of entertaining people. But on the back burner, beauty has always been something that I have always been around. My family's in beauty. I grew up with my dad working at some of the biggest cosmetics and skincare companies like Neutrogena and Philosophy and Too Faced. It was really cool. And a part of our dinner table talk was always trying new products, going to commercial sets, coming up with marketing jargon, and really helping him in the process, even though we were so little, because a lot of the core customers at the time were young. You know, he wanted a young perspective. So as I uh, was hosting my show, we're going to fast forward again. In 2015, it got canceled. And unfortunately, I kind of wanted to pivot. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this forever. And I've always loved beauty. And that's kind of what started the journey for Mara. So I'm so grateful, actually, that the show got canceled. Because if it hadn't, I probably wouldn't be doing this. Well, I always say when something like ends, something better starts. So like when something like that, like a big TV show, like, I'm so impressed. Now I'm a little nervous because you're an expert on, like, you know, being in front of a camera and being recorded. I'm, like, just new at this. <laughs> you're crushing it. Oh, thank <laughs> you're God. Crushing it. So in 2015, you started, and was it with one skew, or how did it come about? So the ideation and the concept for the line I got in 2015, but we didn't launch until 2018. So we just had our fourth birthday. We haven't been around for that long. So half of our life has been in the pandemic, which is crazy. Wow. I know. But in 2015, I thought of the idea. I was in Istanbul, Turkey. Uh, the name Mara, you might have put together as the last four letters of my last name, but means C in Gaelic. I'm an Irish citizen. And so it had this beautiful kind of family tie-in. And we were on the Sea of Marmara in Istanbul, Turkey. And I took that as like a sign that I was supposed to do this. And so went on the path of starting our first formulation. I only launched with one SKU, the universal face oil in 2018, but I was actively formulating the first five SKUs starting in 2015. So really took a slow approach to launching products, which is now sort of adapted as Bible these days. You know, people think that that's like the way to go. And it was really interesting because back then people were like, how are you going to launch with just one product? So it's really changed a lot. I'm a strong believer on one skew wonders in the beginning because when I started my business, I launched Rodan Oliluso for Linda Rodan. And so that was how I started my business. And it was one skew and we killed it. And so because I think so many people can get to know your star item, your first skew. Everyone in New York that I know loves your product and they started with your universal face oil. So tell us about all these amazing algaes that you use. Is it a complex or how did you start formulating this amazing product? Well, I'm a journalist by trade, so I love things that feel very researched and clear and concise. So I wanted to make sure the brand had a very strong identity. And so 
the concept I had was to create a proprietary wild collected algae blend that really served as the base for all of our sea ingredients. And that's not to say that we don't add different types of algae or different types of ocean ingredients into our formulas, but we really have this base core blend that we really rely on to do the heavy lifting. And it's been clinically tested. It plumps, it firms, it smooths. And the new spin on it is that it's wild collected. You know, we're a sustainable brand. So we want to make sure that everything that we're doing is both good for the skin and good for the planet. I think they're calling it blue beauty these days. Wow. But we were doing it before we knew that term. So. Well, I love blue beauty. Like my favorite color is blue. So when I ran into your products, I was just like, oh. it reminded me of so many different favorite beaches and oceans I've been to, especially like in the Mediterranean. And I was just like, the glass was like so beautifully done. So props to you and kudos to you. It's just so beautiful, your branding. Thank you. Well, you nailed the inspo. It was the AGNC was the kind of color I had for the blue bottles. So you were right on the nose. And I love it because it has just like an ombre effect on the glass too. And you look at it when you're in the store. And so your eyes just gravitate towards it. And me being in the branding world for so long, my eye went to it. And I remember I was Jill in New York. And she's like, I know her. I love her brand. I was like, oh my God, we need to bring it onto Materie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's such a compliment though, coming from you because we launched in the sea of millennial pink products. Okay. Yeah. That was like the height of Glossier and brands like Saturday Skin and everything was pink Mm -hmm. and girly. And I wanted it to feel very like unisex and almost like you've seen it before, but you've not actually seen it before, like heritage in a way. Yeah. Does give off that heritage kind of sophisticated mind behind it. Thank you. I'm over all the millennial pinks and blues and all that kind of, like, I just can't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a gender reveal party. Yeah, I just, no, thank you. Not for me. I definitely think the sophistication on it. So is there a reason why you chose the gold with the packaging? Because I'm always curious because I love the balance of the blue and gold. Well, I actually wanted to do rose gold, honestly, but I had an intervention by a friend and I'm so glad that I did because rose gold is like so tired and I'm so glad I didn't go that way. Gold is just so refreshing and beautiful and really complemented the blue so nicely that I felt it was like a no-brainer. And the gold is such a big part, you're right, of the brand, even though it's like on a very small, it's also on our boxes and we weave it in through our unit cartons. So yeah, it just feels rich. Gold is rich. My favorite metal. I only wear gold jewelry. It's my thing. Same. And that's why I like everything. You have my favorite color, my favorite metal. And I have to say the one product that I did buy from your brand that I was so excited about because I'm a vitamin C junkie. I absolutely love your vitamin C. Thank you. And it's so good. And I love it. It's like from the price point to the texture. And it's just like I throw it on and go. And I feel so dewy and delicious without even having to add anything else to my skin. That makes me so happy. That's one of my favorites too, honestly. I use that every day. Yeah. I went through it probably in a month. I use it all the way even down to like my decollete. Yes, girl. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Down to here. Down to here and up. (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly you can't be shicey with your products i always say like even if it's not mara you're better off going with a product that you can afford to use and you can afford to use it almost frivolously because you want to get the full efficacy you don't want to put like one dap of your you know la mer cream and expect it to work wonders you want to use a product that you can actually use and so if you're able to use the mara vitamin c and truly yeah like put it all over the decolletage the full face you're going to see amazing results but you have to be able to use it every day Yeah, you have to use it. I don't ever look at anything as like, you know, something that I can't use. Like I throw it on my partner and I both like, I think our body oil, we go through one bottle of body oil a week. (laughs) 
<laughs> you are hydrated. We're hydrated, and we're both like, I'm going to be 46. He just turned 46. So I think we're both like at that age where we're like, we've got to keep up with our routine. Yes. I think, you know, you said you launched in 2018. And so half of the four years of your brand were during pandemic. I can see the reason why your brand did well during that time, because it is refreshing. It does take you somewhere when you can't go anywhere. So after that one face oil, what was your next cue after that? So I launched the first face oil in 2018. I launched the algae retinol face oil at the end of 2018. And then I didn't launch any products in 2019. And that was just because I messed up and I was learning how to manage supply chain. But we did launch smaller sizes of our two bestsellers, the Universal and the Retinol. So we offered our customers more entry-level price points to the brand. And then after that, right before the pandemic hit, we launched our cleansing oil. And since then, you know, it's funny, even though the pandemic has brought on its own sense of challenges from supply chain and logistics, we've been able to maintain a two product a year launch calendar both years during pandemic. So I'm proud of that because it hasn't been easy. No, it hasn't been easy for everyone. Like literally even the largest brands out there are having the hardest time even buying all their raw goods and not ordering enough to keep up with the demand. And now so many of their vendors are out. And so it's kind of scary out there. I've seen some brands fold because they haven't been able to continue with their supply chain. It's scary. You know, it's scary. If you have nothing to sell, then you don't have a business. So you you can't be out of stock for that long. People forget that. They're like, oh, you sold out. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But if you have nothing to sell, then there's no income coming in. So that's yeah. something that you really have to keep in mind. Yeah, you have to. You just got to look 100 yards ahead and be ready for it. Totally. So tell me about this retinol face oil. So the algae's in there, but is it a clean retinol? Well, it's a clean retinol, but it's traditional retinol. So by okay. clean, and we were the first to market with this style of product, retinols hadn't been allowed at clean beauty stores before the algae retinol face oil. It really helped define a new category of retinol products. And this is because we used an entirely custom form of retinol. So there's no BHT, BHA, or parabens that are used with my retinol. Usually that's how they're historically stabilized and they're used in trace amounts where you don't have to disclose them on an inky list. And because of that, a lot of clean beauty stores would shy away from accepting retinol products because they didn't have to put on the label that they had these ingredients in them, even though they truly did. And the U.S. is weird about the regulation. You know, if it's under a certain percentage, you don't have to include it on the back of the box. So we did serious R&D on the retinol, and then we created our own, which uses a non-GMO soybean oil. And so because of that, we use a traditional clean retinol, so you cannot use it while pregnant or breastfeeding, but it gives you the efficacy of something that you're more used to, something that is either from a derm brand or something that you have used from maybe a more mastige type brand that has a more traditional retinol. This is a 1.2%, so you'll notice visible results almost instantly with full results over like four to five months of continued use. It's truly our best product. It's my favorite product. I think it's the most transformational product in the lineup. I had to pick one. Well, I can't live without a vitamin C or a vitamin A. So you've sold me. I'm going to have to pick one up. We'll send it to you. You're going to love it. And that product is just incredible. So it does have algae in there. I know you asked about that. It has the proprietary algae. It has four natural forms of vitamin A in addition to the actual retinol. So there's hemp seed, there's black cumin, there's cacao, which is three times more vitamin A than rosehip. And then we also have a special type of brown algae called Lamaria aculenta extract that helps your skin manage sun exposure. And we put that in there because retinol 
has a lot of sun sensitivities to it. So there's a lot of thought that goes into these formulas and every ingredient really serves as a purpose. Do you recommend to your customers to use your retinol in the evening or can they use it also during the daytime with an SPF over it? I mean, this is controversial, right? I say just for safety, if you're starting out evening only, and I personally, I'm a vitamin C in the morning, vitamin A in the evening type of person. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) If you really feel like the desire to like use it in the morning, as long as you're wearing a lot of SPF and you are, you know, being smart with your sun exposure, then yeah, you can use it during the day. Like you're fine. I don't recommend it personally. I have noticed that you also have some adaptogens for skincare in your range. So when did those launch? So the adaptogens are in several different products. One of them is in the vitamin C, and we use reishi and chlorella in the vitamin C. And I love those both, and they're in there to help your skin manage redness levels. Vitamin C can be irritating, especially for people like me who are super fair. So it really helps just balance out the actives. In the mask, we have a volcanic sea clay detox mask that uses ashwagandha, and that has just really beautiful soothing properties as well. So the adaptogens, funny enough, those two products we started formulating in 2015, so we didn't really pick those ingredients because they were trendy. We just used them because they served a purpose. No, and I love anything with like reishi and shaga and ashwagandha. Like They're all my favorites. I was doing it before it was a trend myself too, because it's just like I felt like so like lion's mane just to get me through the day. It's like so nice. And then during pandemic, I think we have like probably 60 tinctures in the fridge on a like you open it and we have so many tinctures that go into everything we do. We mix everything. It's like God knows what what our bodies are doing with it. But I love that. (laughs) We're overkill over here in Studio City. You know what? As long as you're diversifying the stuff that you're having every day, we launched two supplements during the pandemic because like you, I was reaching for every sort of tincture and powder and, you know, vitamin. And so I created two different supplements that are really wonderful, but I feel like just kind of like how your skincare should be intuitive. So should your, you know, your supplements and your vitamins, you shouldn't take the same thing every single day, unless it's like a multivitamin. Do you recommend that people like if they're using vitamin C and then vitamin A to take a break and just like do other things for like to do a restart or do you just recommend them to keep using it? You know, that's a good question. I always take a break sometimes on the weekend because I was told by a friend to just like not use any products like on Saturday and Sunday. And I was like, oh no, how am I going to do this? But then I realized I did it one weekend and I was like, wow, my once I started using the skincare regimen again on Monday, my skin like had this reboot. I look better than at, like not better than ever. I was better looking when I was in my twenties. Was much better than my forties. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was just I like doubt my, that my skin was dewy and like I love skincare, but you know, addicted to it. <laughs> so I think what you said is very accurate. I always recommend at least one to two like reset days a week, and I don't think your skin needs actives every single day. It's kind of like exercise. You know, you yeah. want to have that rest day, and you know, even though I use the Mara products pretty religiously. Like I'm almost always using something from Mara. I'm also actively formulating new stuff. So sometimes I like, you know, won't be using the retinol for a little bit and I get sad. And then I notice that like, I'm ready to stop using the tester of what I'm trying out or the new product I'm using from another brand just to compare and contrast. And then I was excited to go back to like my favorite. So yeah, I think it's kind of like exercise. You want to spice it up every now and then. With your vitamin C serum, do you recommend people to use your gorgeous sunscreen serum? I love them both together. There is vitamin C in the SPF. So if you're super, super (gasps) lazy, if like you're on vacation, like I went to Tulum when we were planning my wedding and my wedding, our wedding, (laughs) I I keep saying that. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, Dennis says my a lot. So I'm like, excuse me, our, we. Hello. And then by accident, I said my, and he's like, you do it too. I'm like, not as often as you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that makes me feel better. How was your wedding? It was so lovely, honestly. And it was the perfect time of year because it wasn't too hot. It was in Mexico. So it was a winter wedding there. But we planned it in June, right before we launched the SPF. And that's like all I brought with me. Like I wore that every single day. I didn't use my vitamin C or any actives. At night, I just used universal face oil. And I wanted that product to really be something that you can just use, be like a one and done, or you can add it on top of other things. I love that. And so how often did you apply it? Was that really like few hours or two hours yeah Yeah, it's not waterproof so you know you'd want to especially if you're somewhere where you're closer to the equator and you're outside for longer you'll want to make sure that you're getting that full coverage I'd be lying if I said I reapplied every day here in California I'm terrible because once I start day drinking on the beach forget it I forget like that's when I have to like remind myself okay you've got to reapply especially on my face yeah, well, you're much tanner than I am. My, my skin is a visual reminder that, girl, you've been outside for too long. So when I'm on vacation, no matter how many drinks on the beach, I'm always reapplying or if I'm going in the water or whatnot. But yeah, reapplying is super important, but it's life and it's hard to remember sometimes. I feel like you probably have great hats. Lots of hats. I'm all about the hat now, too. I'll wear like one of those crazy, like even those like Jesus hats. Like I'll wear anything. I don't care. I just don't want to get burned. So true. Got to protect the retinol. Yeah. So after that, did you launch your mask after that? Like, what was the rollout? Yeah, I kind of mentioned that we did the first two products in 2018, the Universal and the Retinol. Then we did kind of an off year where we launched other sizes. Then in 2020, top of pandemic, right before everything happened, launched our cleansing oil. And then later that year in 2020, our vitamin C serum came out, deep pandemic, along with our supplement. And then in 2021, last year, we had our mask and our SPF as our two key launches. And then we also launched a algae mineral skin detox supplement, which is kind of the stuff we were talking about. A lot of like clear body, clear mind, clear skin. There's like MCT and ashwagandha, blue magic spirulina in it. And then just recently, just a few weeks ago, we launched our sea silk lip balm in two shades. So a clear and a coral shade. And that's the range so far. So uh, we have more products, obviously, up our sleeve. We've got another one launching in Q3. I can't tell you what it is, but it is like a treatment vibes. Okay. Treatment vibes. I love that. Yeah. Sneak peek. But yeah, so we're excited. So we'll probably just launch the two this year. That's excellent. So besides being here in the United States, are you sold overseas as well? We are. So we're sold at Cult Beauty as our main EU, UK retail partner. And then we do have lots of smaller distribution throughout like Australia, Spain, France. We are in the Middle East and Dubai through a place called Project Beauty. Yeah, we do have representation in most of Europe and parts of Asia. What was the most important thing that you wanted to achieve when you created your brand? What was the main focus of like not only creating beautiful product with its own point of difference and being a little more disruptive than most launches out there? What was the main focus? I wanted to give people gorgeous skin. I've used retinol since I was 13 years old, and I do have really good skin, I'm proud to say, but that is not without a lot of consistent hard work. I didn't have great skin when I was in high school, and I've been working on it every single day since then. So I wanted to be able to offer the privilege of having great skin to everyone because I think it totally is accessible and it's it's more than just skincare it's also learning about how to feed your body and the things that your skin reacts to a lot of that starts in the gut and shows up on the face but yeah so I wanted to yeah just give great skin to everyone are you a big believer in getting facials and going to an esthetician 
I am not. I do get facials maybe like once every like six months or so, but it's not a part of like my necessary do. I don't like to disrupt the skin barrier too much. And I find that a lot of people are just like really aggressive. I do like a nice good cleanse. Like I like a cleanse of the pores ever so often, but I don't like to get facials like monthly, like some people do. Okay. So can you run me through your beauty regimen on the daily? I want to know what does Allison do in the morning and at night? Oh girl, she's very simple. So I have the whole Mara, the Mara thing is like three steps or less because I'm lazy and I don't believe that good skin should take a million years or a million steps. So morning, she wakes up, she washes her face or she doesn't. It kind of depends. Like if I'm feeling like dryness or tightness or a film from something from the night before, then I wash my face. Otherwise, I think people overwash their face. So I'll just splash some cold water on there. I'll usually go in immediately with C vitamin C serum by Mara. And then I'll wait a little bit of time and then I put on my SPF and I'm good to go. And that's literally all I do. I don't wear makeup very often. So if I was to wear makeup, it would be after that, but very simple. And then in the evening, I do like spice it up a little bit. I always cleanse my face. I've been double cleansing lately with first the Mara cleansing oil. And then I've been using either the Tata Harper Regenerating Cleanser, or I love this fresh kind of foaming cleanser from Make Beauty. And then after that, I'll usually go in with the retinol or an acid, usually a retinol, more nights than the acid, but I do love an acid step. Alternating nights, not the same night, they fight. And then I usually follow up with universal face oil or some sort of cream, some hydration step, and that's it. A few nights a week, I'll make sure that I gua sha. And... Then I like to do things like LED light masks or triple oxygen zapper just to make sure I'm killing all the bacteria on the skin. And this is intuitively, I'm not saying I do it like every this day or that day, just kind of when I'm feeling it. I also do the Mara Volcanic Mask once-ish a week, maybe every other week. And then when it comes to like routine maintenance, I love microneedling. So I do Vivace treatments about every three to six months. That is a very intense face numbing treatment and I love it. And then I do, like I said, the facials maybe more quarterly to every six months. And I do get a little bit of Botox. Oh, good. I love your honesty. I've been doing it since I was 20. So. <laughs> no, I haven't had any Botox since the fall, like since like October. I just started realizing like when I was like looking on the camera, I was like, I think my 11s are coming back. But I've been very lucky since I've been doing it since I was 40. I've been doing it for like six years consistently, but not every three months. I think my partner goes every three months, but like I go like every twice a year. Yeah. Well, that's great. And you started the right time, 40 years old. Yeah. I got a hair transplant at 39 and I started Botox at 40 after the hair transplant started growing in. So then I had all this new hair and I had like a frozen face. It was gorgeous. (laughs) You're like, this is perfect. I look like I'm 25 again. I love it. Everyone would run into me going, what have you done? You look so young. And I was like, Oh my God, no one notices, but I'm glad I'm going to go with this. It's amazing. Honestly, it's so good. And men, I think, should not be scared of getting Botox. Like my dad would probably kill me, but he gets a little bit of Botox too. I convinced him (laughs) to do it. Yeah, like I'm 35 now and I started when I was 20 and I wasn't getting like a frozen forehead, by the way. I can still fully move my face. I just don't like resting wrinkles. So give me like enough where you don't see any resting stuff and I'm good to go. Baby Botox. Baby Botox. I only get it right over here. Yeah, just right here. So good. Your skin's amazing. Your hair color is gorgeous. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. So I always ask because, you know, our show is called Living in a Materia World and Materia means matter in Latin. What really truly matters in your life? Well, I guess my health 
happiness, my family. Those are probably things that matter the most. I think COVID kind of taught us that health is higher up than we realized because we're young and we think that we're invincible. You're like, oh, you, you put health to the back burner, but you know, just making sure you're taking care of yourself, you're sleeping enough, you're drinking enough water, all those things. It's not like the vanity stuff at the end of the day that matters. And where can anyone that's listening find your products? Where would you send them to purchase your products on your site? So you can shop on Credo. Beauty is probably one of our larger retail partners throughout the country. They're an amazing clean beauty store. Of course, they're available on the Mara website, Detox Market, Revolve. We're also on Amazon, Beauty Heroes. We're at so many smaller, like little shops too around the country. So if you're in a location that doesn't have those, maybe check our website and see if we're in a small apothecary style store near you. Cold Beauty also ships like worldwide and so does Revolve. So you can kind of get us no matter where you are. All my favorites. I love Beauty Heroes. I love Credo. I love them all. Detox. The best. They're the best. And Revolve, the team there, like Candace, I'm like obsessed with her. I love that whole team. If you're going to give any advice out there to any young or any age out there that's wanting to launch their own brand, what would your words of wisdom be for them? Well, I'd say first off, not to discourage anyone, but now it's, it is a hard time. Like Mara got started before the influx of celebrity beauty brands. And I just think right now it's a really hard time in beauty. I think everyone's feeling it because there's so many brands and it's hard to stand out. You feel like there's a lot of newness and you've got to keep up with the Joneses. So before you embark on this journey, make sure it's something that you truly want to do because you're going to be married to this brand for a very long time. And make sure you've got a very unique, distinctive point of view. If you're just trying to create something else that someone else has created before, let them have it and don't make something else. Like really find that kind of niche perspective and offer something new because beauty is wasteful at the end of the day. And if if you're not really serving a purpose, then I don't really see a reason to make something new. And that's why our launches are so few and far between. So um, that's one, I think, for someone who's new. And then I would also encourage, like, I love the fact that I had a, a first life before my beauty entrepreneurship. I love that I had a job where I worked for someone else. I feel like it taught me jobs, many jobs, actually. I've had lots and lots of jobs. I loved working for someone else and different female founders, different size businesses, larger corporations, smaller corporations. I feel like it's nice to have a little bit of a diversification in your portfolio because you take so much of people's company styles and management styles and infrastructure styles along the way. So don't feel like because you know, you're early 20s, you have to be an entrepreneur right now. Like there's so much time you can start over at any age. And I think that the value of having other jobs is really important before doing something on your own. I agree. Like I didn't start my company until I moved out here and I was turning 33. Yeah. So I was like about to turn 33 and I was like, this is the right time. I've been working for other brands and, you know, I started behind a counter at Bergdorf Goodman in New York and then I worked at Barney's. And so I made my way up that little ladder in beauty. And then once I had to hit my VP roles, I was like, okay, where else from here? CEO? Oh, I think it's time for me to start my thing. <laughs> it was just at that point, I was, just, and I moved to LA and there was no brands. There was no cool brands yet here in LA 12 and a half years ago. The brands out here were just like, after I started my business, then most of my brands were from the East Coast that I was being there representing them and distributing them here in the US. And so when I finally started seeing it, now in California, we have the best brands here. The best. Like, it's a booming beauty situation out here. Yeah. So, like, for me being a New Yorker, now being in L.A. 13 years, you know, I absolutely love it because there's so much happening. But I do agree with you. There's so much noise out there. 
And I'm not into influencer brands and I'm not into celebrity brands because, again, they're not doing it for the right reasons. I'm sure if we asked them, they wouldn't know what's in their products like you do. You know everything inside and out about your brand. Yeah. And if you probably ask these people, I'm sure it's a private label brand, not their formulas. They haven't even worked with the labs. They haven't done all the homework. Totally. You know, I think give it a few more years and all that noise is just going to be like brushed aside. And it's only going to be people like you and brands that are really focused on creating really integrity. Definitely. I think you've created such a beautiful brand and I do not miss it. And each time I walk into a store, I see it right away. And I'm like, I'm so glad I had some time to talk to you because I know this is amazing. I think you're amazing. And I'm so impressed. And now I'm like, I have to place an order for my website. So I'm going to have to talk to whoever I need to talk to for sales on your team. But I definitely am ready to place an order for Materia. Well, I'll hook you up. And then obviously we got to send you the full line, especially my retinol for you to try and experience. So I'm so excited. I'm going to have to hide it from Dennis because he's like a beauty junkie. And like every time I have something new, he's like, what is that? Why haven't I tried it? I'm hiding it because I like literally have to stash it somewhere. And he's like, what are you using? Why haven't I seen that? Because I've been hiding it from you because you are a little cockroach and you take all my stuff. They come out, they're like... Little fingers. Yeah, yeah. And then also fingers. like, wow, all that's gone. Honestly. Wow, he really loves that oil. But no, he loves your oil too. He remembers when you launched it. So I think that was awesome. He was one of the first supporters, honestly. He, he was because I launched it when my wife worked at the same salon. And so, yeah, it was the olden days. So we'll have to send you all the new stuff too that we've launched since then. Oh, please. I can't wait. We'll send some for Dennis too. Oh my God, of course. He's going to be so jealous if I get it without him. Before we go, I wanted to ask you, where did you have your wedding in Mexico? Where was it? It was in Tulum at Akin Beach Club. And beautiful. we loved it so much. It was so beautiful. And, you know, Tulum has gotten a little bit less safe than it used to be. So yeah. we liked that our venue was kind of like no one had to leave. We did the reception and the ceremony all in the same spot. But I love Tulum. It was beautiful. That's awesome. What a great place to get married. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Was it a big wedding? No, it was about 70 people. It would have been bigger if it was here, of course. But, you know, weddings are stressful. Obviously, I had to plan all of it. So, you know, that sucked for me. Yeah, it was really great, but I just don't want to do it again. Now I know why you said it was my wedding. <laughs> yeah, it's my wedding, all the planning. Exactly. Yeah, I don't really, like, that's why I don't think I've ever gotten married because I think I get really scared. I think I've gotten as close as placing the deposit, finding a venue with my ex-fiance. And then I ended it because I was like, I don't know if this is the right person for me. And I got scared. It's expensive. Yeah, I lost that deposit in a Tribeca rooftop penthouse. So you can imagine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, wow, I could have bought a new car with that deposit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. So, you know, it probably was not meant to be. Yeah, I wouldn't have met Dennis. I met him a few months after that. So, so you made the right choice. I did make the right choice. Dennis is, is a chameleon. I never know what I'm going to get every day. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He's so funny. You'll have to tell him I said hi. I know. We should probably all go out for dinner and drink sometime. I would love that. I would love that so much. Well, Allison, thank you so much for being on my show. And I can't wait to receive those products and place an order for material. Thanks so much. And for everyone listening, make sure to pick up some of the Mara products because they're incredible. Her vitamin C and her vitamin A, her retinol. Again, she does not live without it. It's in her daily routine. Vitamin C and retinol for me is on my daily too. So everyone picks them up. All right. Again, thank you for being on our show. Thank you. Until next time, you guys.